Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's January 8th, 2007. And another remarkable event is about to be uncovered by... Aria, Rebecca, and Ali. The Retrospectors. It was the odour associated with natural gas, the telltale, unpleasant sulphur scent that typically signals a gas leak. But this time, it was lingering in many areas of Manhattan and northeastern New Jersey, coursing through buildings and leading to fears that it could ignite or that a dangerous chemical had been deliberately released. So reported the New York Times about today in history in 2007, when the city began to mysteriously reek of eggs. Yeah, and I guess we have to take ourselves back to 2007 and imagine that, you know, you are not too far away at this point from September 11, 2001. And so people were looking for any signs that something may be a potential terrorist attack and something like a really foul gas smell that's unexplained and the authorities cannot put their finger on what it is. You can see why people leapt to terrorism as a potential explanation, and that's why School and office buildings were being evacuated, the subways were being shut, and government security officials were putting out official alerts because they thought that something was potentially really, really wrong here. Yeah, and I think the anthrax attacks as well, like they tend to be a little bit forgotten now because they were so mm. overshadowed by happening pretty much straight after 9-11. But people did die in those, and there was a very real fear of a chemical attack on the city. In fact, there was so much panic that afterwards 911 revealed that they had received 4,500 extra calls during the period of the weird smell, which only lasted about an hour and a half as well. So that's a lot of people jamming the phone lines <laughs> yeah. to say, guys, do you know that there's a really weird smell? Also, I love the fact that it started just before 9am. So you've got like... Like all Manhattan commuters, like picture them, they're like striding towards the camera in their like weird brown suits, like let the river run, blasting in the background. And then they're noticing this like sulfuric egg stench. But also if you go to New York, I just would assume that at 9am around rush hour with all of the like taxis and buses and subways and everything, it's going to smell bad. Yeah, I mean, New York City is well known as a particularly stinky city. I mean, as well as all the transportation that you would get in any large metropolis, it's also, I'd say, pretty much famous for having a garbagey stench. And also sidewalks that literally emanate unexplained steam, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you've got the smell of hot garbage, you've got discarded food and food wrappers, there's the traffic, there's also human beings relieving themselves, you know, the homeless population, etc. Like, there is just a lot of stink in New York City. So for this to stand out, it has to be an incredibly powerful aroma. So there are a couple of theories as to what happened on this day. One that sort of circulated on this day and one that circulated a few days later, which has kind of become the generally accepted, oh, it was probably that theory. The theory that gained traction at the time was that it was a leak of macaptan, which is a chemical compound that deliberately smells like rotting eggs, that sulfuric smell, that is added to natural gas that doesn't smell so that people can detect and report it when it leaks. I mean, that is the point of it. 
Yeah, and it was a good theory, not least because the previous year a gas leak in Staten Island was so strong that it was reported to be giving people headaches. Yeah, and I think one of the things that had got people so concerned was these other simultaneous and unexplained events. For example, in Austin, Texas, police had shut down 10 blocks of the downtown business district because 60 birds were found dead on Congress Avenue, which leads down to the state capitol. And what, they'd flown over New well, York on their way to well, Austin? Well, but people just didn't know <laughs> I mean, what was going on. In the same way, I suppose, that when September 11 happened and there were a number of multiple yeah, terror multiple attacks, terror attacks yeah. in multiple locations and suddenly everyone thought that every plane that was in the air was a potential weapon. I think people were like, is this something that's going on in this communal way? Plus, you also had this other unexplained smell mystery that had happened in 2005, which sounded rather more pleasant. It was the maple syrup odour incident. Yeah. If you want a description from an eyewitness of what that smelled like, everyone just basically told the New York Post, it smells like brunch! (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, That one turned out to be fenugreek from a fragrance factory in North Bergen that had been carried west on the wind. Yeah, and it took them four years to solve that mystery as well. The outbreaks (laughs) of the brunch smell were reported from 2005 to 2009. (laughs) The city actually formed basically a maple smell detective squad to try and get to the bottom of this. Because it did, people were genuinely worried, you know, it was a nice smell, but it's still a mystery smell. It's also one of those you're like, am I having a stroke? Is yeah. that one of the warning yeah. signs? I can smell maple syrup everywhere. Oh, what a pleasant way to go down that would be, I must say. <laughs> well, on this day, the city's Department of Environmental Protection was dispatched and they pretty much just got their meters out and tested for ammonia, chloride, cyanide, methane, carbon monoxide, hydrogen sulfide and volatile organic compounds. And they were like, no, it's none of those. So I suppose at least they were reassured that the things that were potentially hazardous weren't what was in the air. And that led to the then mayor, Michael Bloomberg, coming out and saying, at least don't worry about it. We don't know what it is, but it's nothing to worry about. (laughs) Yeah, Christopher Haas, who was an employee of the Department of Environmental Protection, a specialist in hazardous materials, he told the New York Times, and I think this is very true, he summarises in a nutshell, he says, that's the hardest part, finding the source. Air is very dynamic. (laughs) That's great. I can imagine that's true. So there were 12 people in hospital complaining of minor illnesses or injuries, but, you know, none of them died. It didn't get any worse. Days passed. People forgot about this. But a couple of uh, meteorologists and bloggers carried on looking into it. And the now kind of most accepted theory, or at least unchallenged, is that this was the result of what's called a weather inversion. I'm not going to pretend I understand the science, but basically it had been an unusually mild winter that year. And the marsh water on the outskirts of New York is particularly polluted and it's full of sediments. And they'd warmed up more than would normally be the case in January. There was uh, increased bacterial respiration and sulfur emissions happening naturally but unusually caused by the heat. And therefore, odours that would otherwise normally travel up into the environment kind of got trapped Mm. and started floating around a very large expanse, which is why it made it all the way to New Jersey. So if you want to sound clever, weather inversion, that's what happened. (laughs) By now, it feels as though if you live in New York, you're just kind of used to this thing, though, because it keeps happening. There was another moment in 2015 where in Staten Island, a strange odour occurred. Many described that one as smelling a bit fishy or crabby. A few days later, city officials said that the odour had probably emanated from a New Jersey petrochemical plant. And then there was a weird one in 2017 where 
not a strange smell, but a strange sound went off in the middle of the night that woke residents all across Staten Island again. And again, it was later traced to one of the factories in New Jersey where some steam valves had failed. Yeah, there was a bit of New Jersey-New York rivalry in this Eggsmell <laughs> mystery as well. No, you were stinky. I was thinking. Yeah, like officials are like pointing the finger at one another. You know, New Yorkers are like... Well, there's a lot of industry on the New Jersey shoreline and the New Jersey is like, well, there's a lot of sewage treatment plants on the New York side, guys. (laughs) You every time I go into the city, it's stinky, man. (laughs) Well, I have to say, mysteries aside, general stink continues to be a huge issue in New York City. He got elected as mayor next (laughs) to (laughs) me. In July 2022, the New York Post reported that complaints from city residents regarding smell had reached an all-time high. In case we get all um, smug, though, about our, you know, delightfully smelling cities, it is worth knowing that uh, Edinburgh once known as the old Ricky, after all, <laughs> is often uh, given the unofficial accolade of the smelliest city in the world when people are polled. I don't know, I mean, I've been to Edinburgh a lot and I like that smell. To me, it's hops. It's that kind mm. of beery, cereally type mm. smell, which I think is quite pleasant. But apparently it is slightly mixed in with bits of sewage and stuff. And it can be quite unpleasant at certain times of the year. Not as unpleasant as in the old Gardy Lou days, obviously, where people used to literally chuck their sewage out of windows onto people. But I mean, again, it just feels to me as though any major city is likely to smell quite bad from time to time, especially if it has some combination of human effluent... <laughs> pulsing around it in conjunction Mm. with industry of any kind. I mean, already we have mostly pushed our factories to the peripheral fringes of our cities, so I'm sure cities smell much less bad than they used to. Well, in 2012, GQ asked the scent critic Sean LeBeur to rank the best and worst smelling cities on Earth. Okay. Care to guess what he came up with as the best? I was it's surprised. It's going to be Helsinki or Stockholm or somewhere Scandinavian. They always top these lists. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Rebecca, any guesses? Do you know what? I went to Madrid this summer and I felt like that had a pretty decent smell. Did you? What, what did that smell like? Uh, just like kind of like clean and, and nice. Sea. Yeah, like food yeah. and there's lots of parks. So like green. Mm, right. L.A.? What? Oh, get out. He says, quote, The ocean breeze from Santa Monica that can travel as far east as Silver Lake, a dry desert air, the astringent balm of eucalyptus, pine, honeysuckle and jasmine from the hills, and car exhaust from catalytic (laughs) converters, which is in its strange industrial way beautiful. Someone got to him. Seriously. I think so. (laughs) Where do you think it was the worst? I mean, I, I can see his point. I know it's a cliche, but it it, it, it is Paris. It, it is Paris, Paris, yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I know it's a joke, but it's a joke that's true because yeah. it stinks. <laughs> yeah. Now, this episode first aired last year exclusively to members of Club Retrospectors. Join today and unlock a new episode this Sunday. Patreon.com slash retrospectors. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 